3: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show
2: podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Buck out of quarantine. I'm feeling good. And I knew that I would because it was not a particularly rough Omicron virus. My main man, Clay Travis, back after representing us, uh, holding up the Clay and Buck flag in Florida. We got some COVID updates for you, of course, right? The, The war on tyranny perhaps we could call it that's going on right now we're trying to fight back against the madness starting to get some help from people who are not on the right per se what do we do with that and how do we capitalize on it plus where do the fauciites want to take all of this is russia about to invade ukraine and what are we what is the biden regime going to do about it we'll start with that starting to see reports that they may be moving troops into places that could be rapidly deployed against Russian forces. The American people seem pretty united on that is a big no, no. But does the Biden regime care? And we've got more on voting rights. we got a lot to talk to you about today and every Monday because of the weekend. But we want to start with this. Uh Clay and I are two of the people, and you can go back as a matter of public record, who have been saying really from the beginning of the pandemic, that we abandoned as a society things that we had known for a long time. We allowed a so-called expert consensus to be formed in science when science is not about consensus. Science is a process of analyzing data, of testing and retesting hypotheses. And yet that was all kicked to the side and it was do whatever Fauci and those around him say or else. And now people are starting to realize what, what is the end state here? Massive, catastrophic failure to stop the spread with the mass vaccination campaign, as you know. Massive failure to stop the spread with the mask policies that are out there. Right now, we just got word, Clay and I just got word, that Senator Rand Paul came on our show last week for an interview. We're, we're now, not only is it pulled off of YouTube, but our show, fortunately, we're on Rumble, by the way. Please, start, start following on places like Rumble. Start following us on Getter and these alternative platforms, because... Speaking the truth is going to get you kicked off. We're suspended for a week from YouTube right now because of this madness. People are realizing something crazy is going on here. Now, I want to talk about what we do with this, but Clay shared this clip over the weekend on Twitter. went mega viral, and we have Barry Weiss, who we can talk about her background in a second, who's a centrist, maybe center-right, maybe center-left person, depending on the issue, finally saying she is done with this.
1: This is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think, minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious, they are depressed, they are lonely. That is why we need to end it, more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think it's a pandemic. like at this point, it's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's a pandemic of bureaucracy. Let, it's not real anymore.
3: Okay. so Buck, what I would say stood out to me on Saturday early morning when I saw that clip and I shared it and it went super viral on Twitter, was the reaction from the crowd. The cheering, now you've done Bill Maher's show before. I never have. A couple times, yeah. You can analyze what the culture of the show and the fan base and the crowd is like far better than I can. But it's filmed in L.A. It is a Hollywood-centric show in that it is overwhelmingly watched, by and large, as it airs on HBO, by a quote-unquote elite media audience. And the way that that crowd reacted, Buck... As they were, it felt, and it was as if they were walking in the desert and somebody finally gave them a bit of water. Now, Barry Weiss did not say anything that you and I have not been saying for two years, that many of our guests have not been saying for two years. But what is significant about it is not only the reaction, Buck, but the way that the reaction occurs is the expansion of what is acceptable to say now is suddenly moving in our direction in a big way, and that's why I wanted to share that clip, because a year ago when you and I were saying all these things... 18 months ago, Clay. Yeah. Well, but even even a year ago, even earlier this year, people would say, scream at us that we wanted their grandmas dead. How dare oh, yeah. we have these opinions? And now you've got many left-wingers there, at least a persuadable segment of the left-wing... That is looking around and finally willing to say publicly what many of them may have said privately. After that clip, Buck, I was texting with one of my good friends who's super high up in the Hollywood establishment, and uh, and he was saying to me, "This is what people have been saying in private for a long time. Here, what's changing
2: is people suddenly feel like they can say it in public." Well, it's also who is allowed to say these things. As you know, we've well, had true, we've had. Uh, Scott Gottlieb, former FDA chairman, who's one of those big blue check docs. And we've got some some sound bites of his today, even on the show. We'll play. Uh, He said cloth masks don't work very well. You've had uh, Dr. Lena Wynn, who's the former Planned Parenthood director. Uh, You know, my God of mercy on her soul. She uh, is somebody who is also saying cloth masks don't work very well. And here we are in a circumstance, Clay where we are seeing, finally, people saying things that we've been saying for a long time, but they're allowed to say it, which is so interesting. Rand Paul on this show, I'm sure it's—masks is really the gateway drug for all the tyranny. I've been saying this from the beginning. Masks lead to all the other things, which is why they're so control-obsessed over this. Uh, You cannot find me an intelligent person right now who will sit down and have a debate that cloth masks have been an effective and useful part of the—it doesn't exist— If you think that, you're just not very bright. A lot of people know that it doesn't work and it was all, but it was a necessary symbol and mechanism of control, and so they're slow to let it go. The CDC just put out they have a tier of masking now, right? N95s, surgical masks, cloth masks, and this is the circumstance that we find ourselves going through where they won't actually relent, they won't let this go. Instead, they just say things to us like, it's not that effective. Do the more draconian thing. Barry Weiss, welcome to the team on this, I would say. But I'm also not impressed. I mean, that's my I, I sit here. And I say to myself, people should have figured this out a long time ago. And it's not courageous after the mass failure of the vaccine program to stop the spread to say maybe max vaccine mandates weren't such a great idea either.
3: Well, I, I this is. I got a great question. And by the way, thank you to everybody who came out. Uh, WSFX, 92.5, Fort Myers. We had hundreds of listeners come to an event Friday night, and we had so many great questions. People really missed you not being there, Buck. A lot of people uh, wanted to make sure that you were doing well as you uh, completed your Omicron uh, quarantine. But I got a great question. And this is really what kind of motivates me when I get out of the morning every day. I get out of bed in the morning every day, Buck was, How do we win? How do we change things? And I understand there's some people out there who are like, well, we win by getting 50% plus one. Or we win by getting 269 electoral votes and we take it to the House and we win the election there. I don't want to win by a little bit. Because winning by a little bit prolongs these internecine battles that are going on in the country. I want to destroy people. I don't want to win by a little bit, Buck, because I just had to go watch my Tennessee Titans choke away their chance to play for the AFC Championship game this weekend, trying to win by a little bit. I want to wipe the floor with my opponent. I want to destroy them. And the way you win, to me, is when the Bari Weisses of the world recognize the legitimacy of the arguments that you and I have said. And I, I understand that And it's frustrating on some level, but I've gotten past it. When you and I say it, the blue check left wingers are not willing to hear us sometimes because it's you and I speaking. And so they have to hear it from someone that they deem to be legitimate. So if Scott Gottlieb says it, or if uh, Barry Weiss says it, or if freaking Jake Tapper says it, if they are saying, finally acknowledging the arguments that we have made for a couple of years... I'm willing because that's how you win in the big. So game,
2: I, I, I want to bring them in too. So this is where I think the tactics are important, but also there's some uh, there's some complications, some nuance, and there'll be some differences of opinion, of opinion even on the right about this stuff. Uh, yes, we want to bring people over under this one, and so and Barry Weiss, by the way, we mentioned I mentioned this before. She left the New York Times because they wouldn't actually let her yes. publish conservative voices, so she's not. You know, she's—I I don't know how to define her politics, but she's been a friend to a lot of conservative truth for a long time in a lot of ways. So that she's she's not some. This isn't like she's Nicholas.
3: Open mi- she's open. She's open-minded, minded, right? She,
2: this isn't Nicholas Kristoff, who's just a doctrinaire commie, yes. basically, who wants to be the governor, I guess, or no, he can't. <laughs> Too bad he can't. He's, run. He doesn't. He doesn't, doesn't actually live in the state he wanted to run. But this isn't like someone of that of that uh, positioning on the left. But what what I want to be very careful of is this. It's not oh, great, they're starting to agree with us now. Let's all just sort of move on and be friends. It's okay, we got Barry, we got these other people who are who are saying what is true and what we've been saying. We need to repudiate and, at some level, humiliate these bad ideas. Yeah. And and that means accountability for the stupidity of Fauciism. It's not enough to say, all right, we give, we give, finally, we've had enough of this. It has to be, we never should have done this. We never should have shut down schools. Fauci is a little coward, Uh, Walensky doesn't know what the heck she's doing. These people made disastrous choices. We suffered and we can never go down this route again because my concern is we're going to have this election midterm year of relative sanity. And then you're going to find out, oh, wait, it's December of 2022. Better mask up on that plane. Better get ready for double masking season because it's, you know what I'm saying? Like this, I understand that we, 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 we build this coalition of truth. Great. But we have to say, no, 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 it's not that, you know, I guess we'll try something else now. It's that Fauciism was stupid, destructive and evil. And that's that's, what I want to make sure we hit on.
3: I agree. And I also think the way that you reflect that is by kicking ass in the midterms, because you have to make Democrats terrified of 2024 such that they run for the hills. Frankly, Buck, like we're seeing with defund the police. It's, all, it's almost impossible to find a Democrat now or a left-winger anywhere who will even acknowledge that they ever said defund the police. I think that's what's going to happen with masks. I think that's what we're starting to see with lockdowns. There is going to be, and, and I believe Dr. Fauci is going to be held accountable. I want to talk more. I, I I am fired up about the idea, Buck. When we come back, YouTube is not allowing us to post an interview that we did with a doctor who is an elected United States senator? Think about that for a minute. They are not allowing us to share an interview with a doctor who is a sitting United States senator. This is propaganda. I mean, that start. is that that is, that is that is uh, that is propaganda. That is like communist
2: level craziness. The dollars you spend every month, everybody, they provide you with a service, sure, but. Those companies also make political donations. You and I don't know about this daily, but a lot of companies are supporting politicians. And they don't check with you on where they'd like to see that contribution made. They do it on their own. Consider your cell phone provider and the bill you're paying each month. Your money supports the candidates and issues they donate to, leftist politicians pushing leftist agendas. But, Clay, we got a solution.
3: No doubt. And that solution makes a lot of sense. It's also a lower monthly bill you can be proud to pay. Likely half of what you're going to pay right now from your cell phone. Here's how you sign up. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk. Listen to me carefully one more time. Dial pound 250 from your cell phones right now, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month when you say Pure Talk.
5: Okay, that's
4: mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome in. Monday edition. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Buck, did you watch one minute of the NFL playoffs that took place this weekend on Saturday or Sunday?
2: I cannot tell a lie. I did
3: not. I was reading books. What percentage of our audience do you think did not see one minute of NFL playoff action on Saturday or Sunday? I have no idea what the answer is.
2: 10 to 20 percent, maybe. (laughs) I I, I don't know. Those are my 10 percenters right there. I mean, we're talking about
3: 50 million people watching games. I mean, Super Bowl gets 100 million viewers. It was maybe the greatest weekend of NFL football of all time, and you didn't see a single minute of it. No, I missed it. Every game was decided on. The four games all decided on the final play of the game. It's unheard of. Uh, And I was at one of those games, and I'm still mad. Congratulations, Cincinnati Bengals out there. But I'm still mad at the loser quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, through three interceptions, Buck. The rest of the seven quarterbacks combined through three. So he completely, basically tanked and threw the Tennessee Titans season in the toilet so i i understand i envy you on some degree because saturday night my wife came downstairs and she was like you're really mad about this game huh and i was like yeah she said are you going to be able to sleep tonight and i said no i could not i'm 42 years old and i was so angry about this game that i legitimately could not go to sleep and I actually thought as I was laying there among the many hours when I was unable to sleep over how angry I was over this football game, at one point I did think, I bet Buck has not watched a single minute, and I wonder what it would be like to be a grown man and not ever have to worry about a football game result and never have lost a moment's like anger over it. You uh, were just like blissfully
2: just having a great weekend, like zero issues. I, I was in quarantine reading about early pre-Soviet Russian terrorism, 1900 to 1920. That probably is an even smaller percentage of people that were. Uh, That's that were, a fair like, point. <laughs> but but let me
3: tell you, riveting stuff. You read about the maximalists. Those guys were crazy. Uh, so, so anyway, I, I actually do envy people who do not lose sleep as grown men over what other grown men do in their lives but I am fired up about that in addition to being fired up about the NFL right before we came in we got a text message from our producer Ali that we are not I mean this this is a big deal our interview last week was that a Thursday or Friday interview when did we talk to Rand Paul Wednesday I don't even remember what day we talked to Rand Paul but our interview with Rand Paul a sitting United States senator who is a medical doctor, is not allowed to be posted on YouTube because they say it is misinformation. And I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't even remember Rand Paul saying anything remotely controversial. But think about where we are right now. That one of 100 United States senators, how many United States senators are doctors, Buck? Like four or five probably yeah. at most? And a doctor is not allowed to on one of the most, if not the most popular radio show, I think we're the most popular listened to radio show in the country, our interview with him is not allowed to be
2: shared? That's madness. But it goes to show you the extreme ideas that the left is openly now instituting about censorship. I mean, they will... It used to be, oh, we all agree it's wrong, or we all agree it's harmful. Now it's... If it is a 50-50 split in America today on an issue... The 50% get kicked off of the most powerful media platforms in the country, and they're okay with that. They think that actually makes sense. About about issues of public policy, things That's... that affect literally every single one of us. These are, these are totalitarian nutsos running these places.
3: It's the fundamental antithesis of a democracy to not allow people to hear what elected officials think about major public policy issues. If you got stiffness, soreness, joint suffering from pain today, here's a smart solution for you. Relief Factor, 100% 100 drug-free product created by doctors, perfected with 15 years of scientific research. Three-week quick start pack. You take three times a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three weeks. You'll know if it works for you or not. You spend 20 bucks for that 3 week quick start and hundreds of thousands of people, 70% of them in fact, go on to order more. Amazing odds. If it works for 7 out of 10 people, why not try it? Join the more than half million people and order the 3 week quick start for only 19.95 today. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF-1995. 3 week quick start developed for you relieffactor.com 800 the number 4 relief
2: Crime is still on the rise across the country, as you know, and this is very much like the way we've seen some of the libs figuring out all of a sudden. Wait, wait a minute. You mean that all the stuff we've been told by Fauci when it comes to covid and stopping the spread? And we know how to stop this virus. Think of how many times they've said that. And they say it without irony now. I mean, they're they're laughable. These people are out of their minds. They do not know how to stop this. We've never been able to just stop an aerosolized virus of the level of contagiousness that we're talking about with COVID, right? This is this is absurd. This is absurd. And yet here we are, um, once again with crime, all of a sudden Democrats are finding out, wait, you mean if we don't arrest people who break the law, if we let them get away with stuff, if we let them out of prison early or don't even have them serve any jail time before they go before a judge, not only do they feel like, The system is soft and they will exploit more and they will act in a more criminal and predatory fashion against their fellow human beings. But you're going to see this happening all across the country. You're going to see a whole crime wave. In fact, some of them will even engage in crimes while they would have been held in jail. But they're out on bail because of no cash bail roads. We see this all over the place. And and over the weekend, uh, there were some horrific incidents. Uh, I believe there's a cop who was shot in Washington, D.C. You had two NYPD, uh, NYPD officers, one killed serving his city and another one grievously wounded. There was a domestic uh, domestic dispute call and some, some career criminal who should have been in prison came out. And yes, he had an illegal firearm. And yes, he had an illegal uh, ammunition drum that he had, he had put on it. All, it's already all legal. And he shot two cops. And people are starting to say, what the heck is going on? What's it going to take to get things under control? Governor Kathy Hochul, who I really do think is one of the least capable and dumbest governors in America, <laughs> um, is saying that it's the gun, Clay. I mean, she actually gave a speech over the weekend where she said a gun killed. They, they separate out the human agency from this entire. It's the inanimate object's fault. It was an illegal gun that shot these people, these two cops, not a career criminal. Here she is saying they're going to stop the guns
3: we have to do more to fight the scourge of illegal guns on our streets and we need washington teaming up with us teaming up locals to get it done guns despite our tough laws here in the state of new york we're proud of them they're coming in from other states they're
2: flooding our streets and i have pledged the resources of the new york state police to become embedded with nypd and others to
3: help them in fact we've tripled funding for this gun interdiction effort, because they're coming in from Virginia and Maryland and coming in from Pennsylvania to our very streets, and we have to do whatever we can to protect our neighborhoods. How about locking up criminals, Clay? That would be one solution. This reminds me of when the car that uh, was driven by that murdering uh, in racist... Waukesha, mass murder. In Waukesha. In Yeah. When they said a car... Uh, mowed down uh, six people when you're like "Ah, you know i don't think the car was driving without somebody behind the wheel suv remember those headlines in cnn and washington post suv mows through parade it's like uh, really was it the car or was it a murdering racist rampager in waukesha that did this it wasn't the gun it was the idiot murderer who pulled the trigger of the gun. And by the way, to your point on Kathy Hochul and what an embarrassment she is, she's definitely dumber than Andrew Cuomo. Whatever you might think about Andrew Cuomo, I don't think he's an imbecile. I think he's one of the worst governors in the history of <laughs> of America. But he's not an imbecile. I think Kathy Hochul might actually be an imbecile. Did you see, Buck, she also compared making kids wear masks to making them wear shoes? We need to get the audio of that because I listened to it and my jaw dropped over how stupid it was. She said her daughter used to hate to wear shoes, but then she got used to it. And that's really what students are going to have to do with masks,
2: too. I, I want to understand that they, they have normalized and politicians have mandated child abuse. This is child yes. abuse. This is this is wrong what they are doing to people. They are actual, they're actual. And I think at some level, some of them may be wearing the back of their minds. This is this is deeply embarrassing for them. If, if they ever move into a normal society again, or if we ever move back to a normal place where we can have honest conversations about how stupid all this is. One of the reasons, and, and I feel like this gets lost in this, Clay. One of the reasons why you and I have known masks don't work, it's not just a function of doing a spray bottle test. It is in actual, real-world trials. Does yes. anybody think that a child in a classroom is maintaining the seal That would be necessary for any actual reduction. Otherwise, you're just breathing in the same air as everybody else without any filtration. Does anyone think kids are maintaining that? Only a moron would believe that. But this is where we are.
3: Even if you don't think about it from a kid perspective, just think about it on an airplane. Uh, When you're taking off your mask to eat or drink it's obvious that it's not going to work. And Buck, I mean, to your point on the child abuse, I think that's an angle that we need to talk about more. I'm sure you saw the viral video of the kid having his mask taped to his face by a teacher. This, just take a step back and pretend that you had been asleep Rip Van Winkle style since February of 2020, and you suddenly woke up and you saw videos and people were applauding a teacher using tape, affixing a mask to a child's face, and that that teacher thought they were the good person. You would just, your mind would be blown. And I think to your point, Buck, a lot of these steps get taken, and you sometimes end up in a thoroughly ridiculous place where you can't even go back and retrace your steps to how you got there. That's why I always say it's like golf. If you golf at all, uh, one bad shot often leads to multiple other bad shots if you don't acknowledge that you just hit a bad shot. What we've done in the United States is hit like 24 consecutive bad shots in a row, And you're now so far removed from the initial bad shot that you're not even cognizant of how you got into the position that you did. And Buck, you said earlier in this hour, and I think it's 100 percent right. Masking is so important because it was one of the initial bad shots by our nation. And they are fighting so hard to avoid having to acknowledge that masking was wrong, because if they acknowledge that, then people start to ask. It's like you're peeling the onion back, pulling the thread. People start to ask questions about so many other choices as well.
2: This is one of the, as I was telling you, because, you know, I rock out. I know how to party. I was reading about pre (laughs) pre pre-Soviet revolutionary era Russia, which also ties in. If you want to know more about some of the thinking that even goes to today with Russia and Ukraine, which we'll talk about Russia, Ukraine a little bit the next hour but clay the whole premise was that the people in the soviet union this isn't the pre-revolutionary period but in the soviet union it became we know they're lying they know that we know that they're lying everybody knows that everybody's lying but the whole point is you have to go along with the lie and that then destroys people's ability to not only politically organize, but it destroys their own sense of belief in self and your own consciousness and your your uh, your understanding of the world around you when you have to celebrate lies that everyone knows are lies It disorients you and makes you very easy to control as well. Fauci said masks don't work. Never forget it, okay? This guy was in public health for, you know, 50 years, and his first reaction was, that's stupid, it's laughable. Within a month, it's, oh my gosh, if you don't mask, you're a monster and you want old people to die. No studies, no change whatsoever. That's all you actually have to know. But that was the initial moment. And by the way, I've had a lot of people in right say, like I'm an anti-mask fundamentalist. They get up. They they think that I almost focus on it too much. And I keep trying to tell them, this is the foundational lie of Fauciism. This is the basis of all of it. This is when it was up is down and down is up. You know, this is the sky is. Uh, you know, is, is green. This is the, some other universe we're living in. And the moment you get people to go along with one lie that they know is a lie, it becomes easier to make them go along with everything else. And that's also why all of big tech and all these other people, they recognize that if you break that initial moment of control, that collapse in what we know to be true, the rest of it all starts to fall apart too.
3: It's the red pill. It's the, it I is. mean, it's it the, is the perfect metaphor. That's right. Once you start to recognize how much around you is false and built on lies, you see it everywhere, just like taking the red pill in the Matrix. Legacy Box, by the way, is a company so many families are relying on digitally to transfer their memories from video and film to computer files. Some million and a half families have benefited from Legacy Box expertise already. They make this so easy. Legacy Box ships you a specially made box that protects All those video uh, tapes and film reels and anything else you want digitized. In several weeks' time, you get all that back and a computer link. That link connects you to the family movies and pictures. You can watch them, share them, download them to your computer and thumb drives. Most important, you can relive all those memories. They've been doing it for a decade. There are 200 or more technicians working with the right gear and technology. And you need to trust them to take care of your family memories. How do you get started right now? Go online to LegacyBox.com forward slash Clay and get a great discounted offer to this audience specifically. Again, that website, LegacyBox.com slash Clay, LegacyBox.com slash Clay.
4: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are enemies of the state here, at least the state of YouTube. Our uh, interview with Rand Paul, Dr. Senator Rand Paul. I think this is going to get a lot of play, Buck, uh, throughout the course of... Because, I mean, look, you, you might hate us. And there are, I know, believe it or not, my mom finds it hard to believe. There are people who hate you and there are people who hate me. Clearly, they have awful taste. Uh, but there are people out there. Even if you hate us, we are in the media business. We conduct interviews on a regular basis with a lot of people who are democratically elected in this country. The entire basis of the marketplace of ideas is predicated on the idea that you should be able to hear the opinions of your elected officials and make decisions about whether to support them or not based on what they believe about public policy issues of the day. YouTube is more powerful right now than CBS or NBC or Fox or ABC ever were as broadcast networks. My kids, Buck, they wake up. They don't even watch television. They wake up every day and they watch YouTube. Now, they're not watching interviews like like that you and I would be doing. But they're watching Minecraft videos. They're watching their favorite YouTube personalities. The idea that YouTube is going to determine what a doctor and a senator is allowed to say on the largest radio show in the country and whether people are able to hear it or not is fundamentally anti-American. It is communistic in nature. It is anti the marketplace of ideas. And it's a tremendous embarrassment,
2: in my opinion, to YouTube. They couldn't even defend it. I mean, could you imagine if they tried to put forward some person from the world of YouTube communications and public relations? And they're try welcome to, on try here. To, I would love to have. I would love yes. to have somebody from YouTube come on and try to explain why Scott Gottlieb can say on CBS masks don't work and CBS doesn't get dinged for that. But we have Doctor Rand Paul slash Senator Rand Paul on this show, and of course he shut down. We know this is—it's just tribalism at this point. It, it, it's obvious the the shock to the First Amendment, the sneak attack, really, against the First Amendment that occurred when they booted Donald Trump, a sitting president, off social media platforms. Folks, what else do you have to know? I mean, that's that was the nuclear option, in essence. That is, uh, is exactly what we've been worried about.
3: Senator Rand Paul has retweeted. If you want to hear that interview, maybe you missed it. Maybe you just want to hear it now because you're fired up about the fact that YouTube pulled it. You can go to uh Rumble, and that video is up. You can go to my Twitter handle, at Clay Travis. That video is up. You can go to Senator Rand Paul's Twitter account. Uh, he has retweeted it. And, uh, and I would encourage all of you to check it out. And these are the kind of people, by the way, we're dealing with that are insanely stupid. I wanted to hit this audio because I mentioned it, uh, the new New York governor, Kathy Hochul, uh, was trying to defend masks, and she said that it reminded her about having to put sneakers on her kids' feet in order to go to kindergarten, and they'll just get over it. Listen to Kathy Hochul defending masks by comparing them to tennis shoes. I'll say one thing about the kids. My daughter had a meltdown over having to put sneakers on to go to kindergarten. She got used to wearing sneakers in school. They just... They, they adapt better than adults do. And I'm really proud of the parents who made sure that their kids understood this is for their safety and got it done. But we're looking forward to the day we can lift the school as well as the, uh, the business requirements. We truly am. That'll be a very fabulous day. That means that we've turned the corner in a way that we don't feel like we're going to be sliding
2: backwards anytime soon. There's no turning the corner. She's, she's out of her mind. She's, she's actually an idiot. I'm sorry. She's actually stupid.
3: Tennis shoes are not similar to masks. All right. It's not a similar analogy and saying, and I'm so sick of hearing idiots out there say, well, kids adapt better than adults do. No, kids are just used to having to do what adults tell them to do. The psychological scarring. I mean, you're seeing the stories out now, Buck. About kids, you, when you were a kid, you had speech issues. Learning how to see others speak. They're now saying the CDC is, hey, for young kids who are learning to read or learning a new language or might have speech issues, they need to be wearing masks that are clear so they can see the lips and enunciation that is occurring. This, we, we, I, I am so angry about this. We have taken from young children. So much of their lives for no benefit over this masking and remote schooling BS. And this is one of the times that I wish we didn't have restrictions on the language that we could use because there are a lot of choice words I would love to speckle in here and go Uh, full bore on how insanely infuriating this is to me when somebody as dumb as Governor Kathy Hochul of New York says, oh, kids get used to it. They adapt. It's
2: just like wearing shoes. No, you imbecile. It is not. It is not at all. And you remember last week we played that young British female pundit who broke down in tears yeah. talking about how they just canceled. I mean, in the UK, it's different, a different system, but you know, you, the exams you take have a huge, have huge implications for when you're in high school, for where you go within the university system, and then often very big implications for where you're going to go professionally. It's a little different here. And fewer and fewer people, by the way, are even choosing to go to college who could go to college these days. It's a whole other conversation we could and should have. But she broke down in tears, Clay, because she's like, they're ruining our lives for what? I've had yeah. COVID twice, which is which is another way of saying everything that I had to do, all the man, all this other crap was insane. It did nothing. It didn't protect yes. me, it didn't change anything. Every person listening to this who's had COVID once or twice has been through the same thing. This idea of masking and mitigation is only sensible if you're talking about a finite period of time that this thing is going to go away and, and you have if a it cure. worked and if it worked. It does neither of those things. It is not going away, and the mitigation measures do not work. And so we sit here and we say to ourselves, what is it going to take for these people? I mean, Clay, they make kids eat their lunch outside in freezing weather. These people are abusing children in the name of science, while then the teachers themselves and the teachers' union officials go out and take selfies drinking margaritas in crowded restaurants. That happened in New York over the weekend, by the way. Of course it did. We've kept bars open and shut down schools. This is this it's disgusting. And Fauci is to blame along with all the others. They should all be fired. They should all be repudiated. And yeah, I want more people to join the Freedom Revolution here in America. But I'm not done holding people to account either. And that includes bad Democrats on crime, Clay.
4: You're
3: listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB network.
4: we <laughs>